Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. We've got something quite important to do now, actually, though, because we are very, very lucky to be joined on the phone by Gold Logie nominee Julia Morris. She's waiting patiently. Uh, lo- no, I'm nominated for the Gold Logie earlier this week, but big news. We're very lucky on a very big week for Julia to get her here in Canberra tonight at Llewellyn Hall for her show, 75 Years in the Business. You can go and get uh, tickets on the website right now or win them for free by just calling producer Mike and saying, I want tickets to go see Julia Mosh right now. 131060 is the number to call. She is waiting on the line. Hopefully you don't now flood the lines with all of the people trying to win tickets to her <laughs> show. Julia Morris, good morning. Well, hello. <laughs> How are you going today? Oh, I was ringing a number that um, just rang out. I thought, I'm um, such a chronic people pleaser that it was stressing me out that you would be waiting oh, a beautiful God. long shift. Yeah. Now, well, we were sitting we were sitting here wondering if we'd gotten the wrong dates, and we're like, we're stuffing Julia no, Morris yeah. around. So it's a, it's a mutual mutual people-pleasing <laughs> yeah. problem. That's what we've had here. Also, uh, people-pleasers are the best. Exactly right. And we matter so much less than you're giving us credit for, yes. so please take yeah. that pressure off yourself. Bottom of the list. Yeah, great, <laughs> okay. done. Fantastic. I didn't think you were going to take up um, the offer that quickly, but all right. Look, tonight, Llewellyn Hall, you're going to be returning to Canberra. There are still some tickets available, which we are very excited. So yeah. thank you for joining us this morning. But this has been a very, very big week in the world of Julia Morris. Uh, oh. Gold Logie nomination. How's that? Do you know what was even bigger? It was that um, it was a year eleven formal, so um, I was going right up until the moment, <laughs> and then I was Mum's taxi up until two thirty-five in the morning. Oh wow! So, um, no, we all kicked goals this week. It was very, I, very I just, exciting to vote for goals. How mm. does how how does that reconcile in your year eleven's world that it's their <laughs> big moment? They're having their formal, and then Mum's getting nominated for a gold logo. Yeah. It's like God, Mum, can you not? Can you just not give sh- me this? Me. Can you give me this moment? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, because we live in a um, just house of us, us women, like we're in a joy palace. So right. we've got all the usual teenage, you know, yes. blah, blah, blah. But we've got none of the storm offs and none of the how very dare you. We, um, we had a lot more drama earlier with uh, like tween stuff where oh. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. But now I feel like, and I might be kidding myself, I might be in the clearing. How old? We have a... 14 and 16. Okay. Not to freak you out, but you know how, like, when people are in the middle of a tornado and everything seems calm and it's, like, fine outside? <laughs> I don't want to say that's where you are, but that might be where you're at. Being in the eye of the storm and everything, I wouldn't even remotely joke about that because we've got we've got nine and seven. So I'm just... I, I think it's going to be yeah. always wonderful. You don't know what a storm is yet. I don't want to know. You don't, don't know what a storm is yet. I don't want to hear about yeah. any of this sort of stuff. <laughs> you the storm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Julia, yeah. Julia, this... Uh, so, honestly, though, can we, can we ask you uh, genuinely, how do you feel about being nominated for the gold? Oh, it is a, you know what, just working, I've been saying for years, just let cash be your Logie, because (laughs) oddly, all of that desperation has oddly fallen away from me, I Mm, think, mm. you know, it was bigger fish to fry. So while it's an absolute honour, what it does mean is another 12 months work, at 55, that's a really exciting notion. And... um, do you know, of course it's an honour because for so many years I worked really hard and yeah. I was like, why haven't I been nominated this year? So as soon as I guess that ego has gone, 
you know, the universe has rewarded me. So I don't know if that's how it works, but um, it's about the destination, guys. It's that's not it. about exactly. the journey. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 You've obviously been doing lots of interviews to promote your tour, which is going right around the country at the moment. You're talking nonstop about yeah. the Gold Logie as well. Are you over people inquiring as to who the potential new co-host might be for I'm a Celebrity, Get oh, Me Out of Here? We're doing a series of chemistry tests. So um, that list is being um, pretty much finalised soon. And yep. then we'll, we'll go into the studio and, you know, it'll be on camera. We'll see. There's, um, That's got to be so nerve-wracking. Yeah. Are you nervous or do you feel totally in the driver's seat with that? You're like, well, it's got to well, work, it's gotta work uh, for you me. You know what? <laughs> I've, I've had 75 years in the business. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing. I like working. So I'm going to make it work with every single one of those Beautiful. Things. Yeah. So, I feel like every radio TV show, like Josh said, is trying to get the scoop of who it's going to be. Ooh, I know that you signed... Well, I know you signed contracts that you're legally not allowed to tell us. You would get in trouble, and then also we would get in trouble, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So instead of going down that road... Tell us who it definitely is not going to be. Mm. Yeah, oh, let, let's get someone very, who it's not going to be. It's not going to be Carl Stefanovi. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay fair contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he could take it by storm. It's not going to be... Humphrey B. Bear? I don't want to put the cart in front of the oh, horse, but... Oh, don't even start. My father was Humphrey B. Bear's bodyguard at the Gospel Show in 1978. This I don't want to brag... Yeah, I know people have got big, famous things in their past, but, yeah, that's you know, huge. I don't know if that... Does that make me a Nepo baby? No, that's... No, yeah, you yeah, are. You're bit, already in the industry. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgraceful. <laughs> He's Humphrey B. Bodyguard. We can also probably say it's, it's not... It's not going to be Humphrey B. Bear. Can, okay. And... Mm. It's not going to be Flash Gordon. Okay, good. Okay, well, okay, if you feel confident locking in, it's not going to be those three, we will go to the press with this, and Julia. And can I please get... I don't want to get into trouble, though, in case it's any one of those people. I apologise to those people if they're um, if under consideration. If Flash yeah, Gordon yeah, had yeah, his hopes yeah. up. <laughs> can I... Yes, and we know it could even be Big Dog, but Big Dog would already be in bed by... True, just, true, so yeah. I don't think he'd be able to... Regional, <laughs> regional viewers <laughs> might be expecting yeah, Prime yeah. Possum. It's probably not going to be Prime <laughs> Possum either, so that's fine. Or the giraffe. Or the Prime Possum. Yeah. <laughs> Can I please get a confirmation now? And this is putting you on the spot. Uh, th- this is yeah. not an Arnott's shapes. We change the flavour. We're bringing yeah. it back. It's not going to be Dr. Chris oh. Brown. This hasn't been a giant stunt, has it? Oh my God! How epic would that be? But it'd be boring because we, you know, we set our our remote yeah. mm-hmm. and he's on to new adventures. Yeah. So I'm like. Go fly, Doctor. Go fly. Yeah, who knows? It might be someone out of left field. Mm, maybe um, even I'm Bruce really Crown. Finding out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that joke went out. I did. I forced that joke in there, and yeah, I was, was so terrible. happy about so it. Sorry yeah, about that, that's, Julie. I'm really um, sorry about that. If you'd like that. to go and see comedy, no, no, you did not. I forced it in there. Comedy being professionally <laughs> delivered. May yes. I suggest you go and see Julia Morris at her show, Seventy Five Years in the Business. It is tonight at Llewellyn Hall. Uh, Julia, thank you so much for giving us some time this morning. Lots of love, guys. Josh, when was our last holiday? Uh, it was about three months ago. Three months ago? Mm-hmm. So three months ago, my dad, my father, retired from his job. He was made redundant, and he's been trying to be made redundant for like a year and a half He's now. been wanting it. He's yeah. really, really been wanting it because he's, my mum was made redundant and got a, a significant payout. All of his mates around him at his work got significant pays out and were made redundant. Yep. And he was like, I don't want to keep working anymore. I'm over it. I'm like 62. I'm good. I, I'm done. Called him yesterday. Has a new job. What? Retirement. No, wait, what? 
Retirement lasted all of three months. But this is important because he was sooking for so long. Wait, oh, yeah. what, so what do you mean? What? So my mum and dad turns out hate each other. They really oh, do. Okay. In like yeah. a not... Uh, well, no, it is funny to me. I think it's hilarious because they constantly have been... I tried to warn them about this for months. Literally near on a year. I was like, have you guys spoken about what happens when dad retires? Because you guys are going to go from being passing companions in the hallway to live-in housemates. Oh, yeah, you know, you've got only each other and you'll be looking at each other every minute of every day. What happened was they were both going to the gym in the morning and then after a week of that, mum was like, nah, no more of that. You're going in the afternoon, I'm going in the morning because that means at least we can diversify a day so we're not hanging out all day. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so my parents probably will be divorced by the, as certainly the end of next year, I would imagine, but... Um, we're getting so, so close to where it's time to tell therapists this stuff, yeah, not yeah. Canberra, no, but I, know, I mean, I know, I know. yeah, we're getting close. It really doesn't bother me, though, because it's their problem. I've yep. moved out of home. I don't even live in the same state I think it's a healthy way to look at it. You want both your parents to be happy, exactly whatever right. that means. And yes. in a sort of very narcissistic way, I'd love my parents to stop complaining to me about this uh, kind of okay. stuff as well. Yeah, so yeah, right. Either and way... we've reached the root of the cause. Yeah. That'll be $300. Thank um, you. My mum said that... or my Sorry, my dad said that. He's like, yeah, mum was a very strong proprietor of me getting a new job. Yep. But the biggest proprietor of him going out into the workforce again at 62. By the way, he's become a controller of trains. He works for a like a train network now, and he conducts trains. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty rad job. That's an awesome job. I know it's a job. Have that you, you told me that? I well, because I only found out yesterday. That's amazing. The only reason, well, the biggest reason he came back was because that he used to work at his old job before he was made redundant, and before he the, the guy I'm talking about was made redundant, he had a best mate there. He was his boss. He's like supervisor, or whatever. Whose name was Josh. I had to work, Josh. He had a work Josh. The same way us Bruards love a work Josh. You have a work Josh. Um, Dad said he missed him. Dad's Aww. like, oh, I was retired. And he's like, I just never got to see Josh anymore. So I've essentially got a job where Josh works. Now I work like, I think, 15 hours a week and I would just go and hang out with my friend Josh. Oh, that's amazing. Then it became a weird thing between my dad and I where we were comparing our work Joshes. Oh. He was like, I told Josh the other day, he's like, he offered me this job to come and work for him at this rail work network. And he's like, oh, we were down there the other day, Ned. And he's like, there was like, there's this error out the back and me and him were just, oh, shoot the shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> God, Josh is so funny. And then I, like something in weirdly in me, I was like, piss off. Like my Josh has been around for way longer than your hey, Josh yeah. has. And so almost has like a Pokemon fight. I was like, yeah, well my Josh and I, we jumped into Lake Billy Griffin like yesterday, like while it was two degrees. Just and, one upping. And dad's yeah. like, yeah, well Josh and I, he's like, we went out to dinner the other night and he was telling us him and his wife had just come back from Italy. And yeah. oh my God. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, like Josh and I are going to Japan, like we're going mm. to- tomorrow, mm. we're going to Tokyo and yeah. Osaka and stuff like that's nothing. You know what I'm putting up? Getting very competitive. It became borderline an argument of who has the better Josh. Yep. And my Josh has not brought me out of retirement thus far. Mm. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Your Josh was also just your friend, though, <laughs> before true. we started being <laughs> work, work colleagues. We weren't forced to hang out beforehand, no. so I think that it was well, automatically optional. puts us ahead of Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we're, yeah. we win automatically. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't want to hear about work Joshes anymore. The no. Bruards need to chill out on work Joshes. Yeah. I'm worried that mum finds a work... I guess what's the what's the female? A Michael. A Michelle. A, a work Michelle. Michelle. Mum finds a work Michelle. So we got producer Michael, yeah. your dad's got Josh. It's uh, Michelle and Josh. That's when I will believe I'm in the Truman yeah, Show. Yeah, something's like, going organizing very this. weird with your life. <laughs> it's time for some spooky, spooky space news. Yeah, not good at all, actually. Really, really bad. Um, what's going on is essentially NASA... 
to me, this feels like they've shot a, uh, like a, a warning shot across the bow. Like they're like, you guys don't take us seriously. This is the kind of things that we're fielding and not letting you guys freak your little childish minds over. It's spooky space news all the time. We just choose not to tell you about it. So um, NASA is currently on a Juno mission, which is just sort of checking out the planet Jupiter. You're not going to believe it. Oh, yeah. Juno mission, Mm -hmm. Jupiter. Makes sense. Whilst on this mission, they captured a photo of Jupiter Mm. where a light, a very, very bright green light is shining out. Now, like Jupiter is huge. It's like the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Um, this, This light is probably the size of like most of Earth, I would imagine. Yeah, okay. I'm going to show you it because it. Do, I they are like we don't know what it is. We have we have no idea what it yeah, is. Yeah, and it's such a green light that they're like we don't like. It's is it a huge a huge explosion? No. Is it someone communicating? Yeah, I don't like they're this. like it. Certainly seems like it's someone communicating. Show me the light. Here you go. Here's the light. I'll only trigger the X Files music again if it scares me. Okay, this, ready? This visual that I'm about to see, everyone. Yeah, that's terrifying. I'll zoom it in a little like bit. It looks like a little. It looks like a city when you're flying over a plane. It looks like someone's just like shining a light. Oh god! And it's yeah. because it's coming through the clouds a coming little bit through too. The hu- it's in the middle of a huge tornado that's going on uh, on Jupiter. Oh no! Which that's the, not by the way, the, the tornadoes are bigger than Earth sometimes. I think you're 100 percent right. I think what this is is NASA going. Yeah, you think we're boring? We think we're yeah. nerds that don't do anything interesting anymore. Well, here's the stuff we know that we just don't tell you about. Exactly right. It's like when I said to my mum, I was like, "Why don't I get a bike a week?" Mm. I know for a fact that you make money at your job. Why am I not getting this? And Mum's like, come here, come here, come with me, come with me, little yeah. stupid Ned. Come mm-hmm. with me, idiot boy. By the way, it's not how my mum spoke to me if anyone's worried. I was say that's a bit, yeah, a bit yeah. of a pain, yeah. She would of it. walk me to the pantry and be like, see everything in here? I bought that. Yeah, it cost money. Come with me, come with me, stupid idiots. Mm-hmm. Stupid idiots. Smell, Who I don't love. Smelly yeah, boy. Yeah, come yeah. here. Mm-hmm. See your bedroom. See everything in it. Yeah. That's me. Come with me, you stupid yeah, yeah, we get it. We goblin get it. of the <laughs> sewer. <laughs> see your wardrobe. Everything in that I bought. So NASA like, is, ah, okay, is NASA right. doing that to us as the human race? They're going, uh, yeah. look at just some of the yeah. stuff we don't make you worry about. Exactly right. We're always like, where are the aliens? Explain aliens. And they're like, well, the reason we don't explain it, aliens is because we're fielding this crap from yep, you guys. Yeah, yep. we don't want to scare the living daylights <laughs> yeah, out of the whole yeah. planet. So exactly. This is just a taste of things we don't have answers for. <laughs> yeah, in the in the ginormous warehouse of things we don't have answers for, this yeah. is the least scary. Yeah, exactly right. If you... Yeah, this is not even something that we even would think to a think potential about. floodlight on Jupiter doesn't even register yeah. for us. This is the thing we have in the welcome to the weird lobby where we talk about things we don't explain pamphlet. Uh, aliens have been playing Gangnam Style for the last five years on repeat nonstop. They love That's it. That's concerning. They found it. They intercepted it on a satellite, <laughs> yeah. and we don't know where these aliens are from, but we they're in, in deep space. Psy is on repeat <laughs> for some reason. The aliens love it. They're coming here to see a K-pop concert. We're excited. Today... It's apparently six. It was very, very cold when I was driving in this morning. But you and I have to deal with this, and producer Michael have to deal with this on the daily. We just, mm-hmm. just a, pa- a, f- a fact of life is yep. that you are going to be freezing at some point in your day. Someone who doesn't ever have to deal with this in my life um, is my sweet, sweet pup Lenny. Lenny is in the studio this morning. <laughs> he is international. In bring your dog to work day. Chewing up a Sharon. Is he chewing up a football? He's chewing up a little football because he was so bored that just during while you and I were talking, he'd go like, (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually crying while listening to this radio show, which I hope isn't a common experience. (laughs) I'm hoping he can't piece together. I don't. I hope he can't understand English. Is why because yeah, yeah. I've got a whole bunch of other problems. If he can understand English as well, but um, on the way here, obviously Lenny is a dog and needs to have his head out the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's apparently like a bit of a rush for them. Yeah, I would imagine so. Actually, like a psychedelic thing. They get so many sniffs and so many scents at once that it apparently overloads dogs' brains. I would also imagine there'd be an element of it that would be similar to what you and I did yesterday, where it's like it's so cold that you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like shock to the system of that, that many scents. The wind hitting you, you're like, oh. Lenny scratches at my window and he's like, eh. and I never put my window down because it's, as I said, five degrees. So I'm not trying to drive around with my windows down. Went out my window. Lenny had his head out the window because I watched him do it because I was like, because it was raining and for five degrees or whatever. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Let's see how long this lasts. Didn't get his nose fully out of the thing and then like scurried under a jacket I had in the back seat. Yeah, okay. He was like, what the hell? Like, he was like a changed dog. That's how cold it was. Yeah. He was like, oh my, I didn't realize it got that cold. And I was like, welcome to dad's life. This is what I have to do every single morning. You know when I wake up and feed you and let you out for a wee and then you go back upstairs and go to sleep for five hours? This is what I go and do. This is awful for me. And this is what my every morning life is like. I... I also think that our dogs, like Lenny and Cosmo and Star, my two dogs, uh, the Golden Retrievers, they're just too pampered. Like, yeah, like a worksite that. dog. He's on the back of a ute every day, going to work every day on the back of a ute. Couldn't be happier. Yep. Loving life, causing strife. Our dog's like, oh, no, put the window back up. Yeah. I'm like, nah. I want to, I think every dog should have to do a bit of time on a worksite. Yeah, I think <laughs> just so. Just to really, just yeah. to really get amongst how, how lucky they are to be inside in warm conditions every single day. I thought the carpet in here in the studio was going to be too scratchy this morning. So I brought Lenny a picnic bl- like blanket for no, him get to him lay to a, on. Get him to a worksite. Straight to a worksite. Middle of August <laughs> at a worksite. <laughs> In the morning. That's what he needs to have. Josh. Ned. I have a little test that I would like to conduct here in the studio between you, producer, and producer Michael. I will have to be official adjudicator because I don't have a dog in this race at all. Okay. Okay? Here we go. I've realised that chocolate bars, whilst vary in tastes, I guess. I don't like chocolate. That's the prerequisite of all of this. They sort of look very, very similar. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to see if you and producer Michael, I've gotten three chocolate bars here in the studio, I'd like to see if you can go three for three and accurately guess which chocolate wrappers are, uh, sorry, which chocolate bars are which without the wrappers on them. Just by looking at them? Yeah, because they all have very similar, well, we'll get to the problem that I've encountered very shortly, but um, they all have very similar like wavy fashions and you very much get into a chocolate bar. Can I ask a quick question before we move yeah, forward? Yeah. Are these of your Snickers, Mars, Milky Way, a Milky Bar? Like, are you talking the ones that sort of look like a log yes. and then you can't really work out? Yeah, okay. Not a bar as in like a block, yep. but yeah, more as in like, yeah, yeah. They've got the, the melted chocolate in waves on the top. Correct. And, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I have three here. I'm going to be good at this. I think you will as mm-hmm. well. Are you, how are you feeling, Mike? Um, well, because now I can see them, yeah. uh, I already know one of them. Oh, you're good. Yeah, okay. So that's the problem I sort of encourage. I think it's actually just a two-part game, okay. really. So what's <laughs> number... If we'd all like to have a guess of what number three is, I'm guessing... I can't see them because okay, you're holding so them at a... I, I have to stand up. Yeah, Sorry, You everybody. might have to stand up because I can't... If they, if I hold them up too hard, they'll fall off. Are we saying that... The, so the problem I encountered, I'm guessing, is with number three. Can you turn it around so I can see the numbers? Number three. Yep, okay. Yeah. What's number three? A boost bar. It is a boost bar. That's correct. So yeah. because I never eat chocolate, I bought these bars thinking, you know what, this will be a great way to at least like figure it yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So one and then two. Then I unwrapped it and was like, this looks nothing like any chocolate bar I've seen. I'm just going to hijack this a second from sure. the guy who doesn't uh, consume chocolate normally. For listeners listening, number one and two are a Mars bar and a Snickers bar, but I'm not sure in what order. They mm. are the ones that are really hard to tell which one's which. They're the ones you're locking in, yeah. though? You think it's Snickers and Mars? Oh, oh, you're trying to say that one of them potentially isn't that? I didn't okay. say that. I'm, I just well, asked if you I actually, to lock it in. Now that I am looking, that could also be a Milky Way. So the, it's a Mars bar, a Snickers, or a Milky mm. Way, one or the other. And I'm actually now leaning... I'm going to lock my answers in. If we can, can yeah, I lock in answers? Please. I'm going to lock in number one is a Milky Way and number two is a Mars bar. Now, because I'm not seeing any nut formation uh, in the Snickers. Okay. Where there should be little bits sticking out. And if anyone knows a nut formation, it's Josh. Yeah, but if anyone can see, <laughs> now, Michael, see a bulge. <laughs> I'm across what Juvenile that looks like. children. Yes. Michael, 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 with. Michael. What do you think? Do you, would you, are you adhering to Josh's Milky Way? And did you say Milky Way and Mars? Milky Way and Mars. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't think either of those are a Milky Way. Wow. I believe number one is a Mars and number two is a Snickers. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. I think the answers have been locked in. So I'm saying one Milky Way, two Mars Bar, three Boost Bar. What are you locking in, Michael? I've got Mars Bar, one Snicker Bar, two and Boost Bar, three. Michael's taking a picture of this, so I'm, I'm tipping it's going to be up on our social at some point. We might move them around because I'm about to give away the answer, so we might just move them to oh, a different yes. spot so you can we'll actually do a social play along. game yeah. version on our Instagram page. What's happened here is you are. This is very interesting. You're both equally as right and wrong. Fascinating. What? Yeah. So what Josh said was that this was a Milky Way mm-hmm. and yeah. this was a Mars, and you said that this was a Mars and yes. this is a Snickers. Michael's right in that one is a Mars and one is a Snickers, and Josh is right in that this is oh, a Mars kidding. and this is a Snickers. Oh, wow. So okay. Josh got one wrong. So I did get the Mars correct. You got the Mars I correct. I Mars bar when I see it. And That's Michael got both the chocolates right, but yeah. you got them got in the, the wrong, wrong way. way. So you're telling me that little dainty one is actually the Snickers. Snickers? This little one here is a Snickers. Really? Where are the nuts? Oh. Well, Inside, yeah. Josh. What, is, what, what, do you, you, <laughs> what do you think they come on the outside? As the person who got, Sometimes. You got Mars right, uh, you can have the Mars bar if you'd like. There you go. There's a little yeah, treat for you. Would will, you like the Mars bar? Where are we going to take go. another photo for the social? Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Nearly ruined a social post by eating it. Uh, I shouldn't tell you this because I know this will start a pandemonium. I have like four mo- other ones upstairs. Oh, sick. Well, okay, so. let's oh, do that. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, brilliant. That's exciting. <laughs> Producer Michael in the studio. We've got a big little while coming up, Michael, where we're going to be going on a trip together and all that sort of stuff. So we'll be having a bit of a chat to Michael this morning on a couple of issues. But I want to start the first one really more just as a litmus test. Is everybody else getting a bunch of scam text messages all the time? I'm getting more than I've ever had before. Mm, trying to think. I don't no, think thank so. Thank you very much, Michael, no, for your involvement. No, I'll, Please I'll, take I'll, a seat. I'll sit out. Thank you. Yep. yep. No, yeah, this doesn't pertain to you. Um, <laughs> Ned, yeah. uh, just chatting with you now, mate. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what, are, yeah. what are the ones you're no, getting? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Michael's leaving the yeah, room. Don't leave the room because Lenny will get out. <laughs> uh, Lenny's Ned's dog who is here for Bring Your yeah. Dog to Work Day. Uh, Ned, what are the, some of the ones you're getting? Here's the one I got on Tuesday, okay? This is the one that I was like, even when I got it, I knew that this was a scam. It came in at quarter to 3 a.m. Yeah. On Tuesday. Redirection required. Your parcel was has held in depot. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually just how you spell depot. That is how you spell depot. In, de- in depot and await re- yeah, and wait redirection. Please order your uh please order your last attempt via and then a link ASAP. It's funny they didn't mention what yeah. postal company it was. I got a MyGov. And I haven't ordered anything. I got a MyGov one last night, like two in the morning. 
What does it say? I get like daily ones. No, I delete them straight away. Oh, I get, I get, I'm literally getting two or three a day now. And my thing with this is, is this just too insurmountable of a problem? Because this has been happening for a year and a half. Yeah. Where these, the real prevalence of scam text messages has been going for a while now. And I'm at the point where surely someone's got to be doing something about this at some point. Is it just going unkempt? Like, un- do they not know how yeah. to... Do, I guess it because I don't know what the rules are with telecommunications and stuff. I guess they're not allowed to read people's text messages. Yeah. So to stop it from happening, they would need to know what people were sending before they sent... There's probably all sorts of... This is probably a really hard thing for the telcos to stop. No, I would imagine, yeah. But how are we seemingly doing nothing about it? Like, it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And every couple of months, I hear about one of my mum's friends who got done by one or my one of my yeah. nana's friends who got... Because older people tend to get done by these a little bit more. But honestly, I, I had a friend of mine who I went to high school with got done by one of them as well. So young people can still fall victim to them. Something can be very convincing. I will tell you, because you and I... So I got one Tuesday, you got one the other night or whatever... My girlfriend, Sam, I'm not, like, go to your phone now, mm. open up your messages. Yep. Just have it, just open it up to your messages so you can see all the messages that are there. Yep. All right? How many, how many, like, messages would you, conversations would you say are on the screen there? Uh, 10, maybe. Yeah. I, as a boyfriend, not in there. Yeah, that's how much she's having a chat Every for. single one of them is like, hey. Oh, scam. Oh, oh, right, I get what you're saying. Yes, it's it. I'm not even in the top 10. That's because how many the scams scam. keep coming through. And by the way, I'm not like messaging my girlfriend on Snapchat. I primarily message her over text. What are we doing? Somebody do something about this. Yeah. It's absolutely nutty. It is a little strange. Maybe, if, maybe here's a suggestion, right? What if you could, like, report the the number sending the scam text yeah. messages to, like, Telstra or Optus or Vodafone, and then they would look into that number? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, if, if, there's, if there's one number sending thousands of scam text messages, surely that hundreds, seems like it's pretty easy to hundreds fix. of reports about this one number would do something about it. I would it? imagine so as well. But also, it does seem like they're vaguely aware because at the end of, at the end of every, like, spam text message I get, it does go, like, would you like to report this as spam? So I'm like... Seemingly, you are somewhat aware of the fact that this is not meant so to be coming confused. to me. I don't know things about the world. All I know, I'd like this to stop. Yeah, please, <laughs> please, please give someone to something. <laughs> Ned, just taking a quick look at Australian lotto history, as I constantly am at the forefront of gambling yeah. in this country. You don't mind a gamble. I do enjoy a punt, and uh, lotto is not my bag, though. I don't really get into it. Um, it's so like it doesn't give you the hit. You, it's no. like it's so removed. You're buying a ticket, and then a couple of days later, you're finding out if you won. Sometimes, like on the internet, like you're going and having to look up these tickets. It's not giving you the same rush as uh, whatever else. I look. I don't even get into table games as much as I get into the pokies. Yeah. I need bells. I need noises. I, I need, need bells. Flashing, I need flashing lights. Yeah. I'm a child. Yeah. That's how I like to gamble. Video games are a good itch for that, or a good scratch for that itch, and they don't. They're not open-ended money-wise. Yeah. They're like 80 bucks and that's it. That's how much it <laughs> yeah. costs you. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. $80 a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, what's happened is a guy in Western Sydney has become the second biggest winner in lotto history here in Australia after $100 million uh, has been won by a man from Blacktown. Now, this is fantastic news. I'm absolutely all for this. He has said that he's going to spend the winnings on a new house. What? Some house? What an amazing house that's going to... It's going to be Chris Hemsworth's house on Byron Bay. Like, I think and you he's could still, buy that By the house. way, going to have money left over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. look, he's, but he said something that we often on this show, when we celebrate big lotto wins for people vicariously through them, we want to hear the bizarre, absurd, like, oh, yeah, I'd do that too. Yeah. Things, all right? So I'm happy with the buying a new house outright. 
Not many people in today's day and age can buy a house cash and Must just go, good. there you go. Take that, no mortgage, enjoy. Let me cut your check. But he has unfortunately said to me, and this this could go two ways, all right? He has said that he will keep working, which upsets me. That's because I, st- I saw a news story two weeks ago, I think it was, of a woman who won, I think, $3 million, and she was like, I'm not going to stop working. Like, I will still keep going in or whatever. And I was like, that makes sense because, yep. like, that's the amount of money where you don't have to stress about money anymore. But you do need to keep an income coming in. Um, $100 million, you ne- you don't, like, that's it. So I win $100 million tomorrow, right? I probably do the same thing, buy, pay off my mortgage, buy a nice little house. I probably buy a house in Sydney, buy a house in Melbourne, like, have, like, little, little pads around the place yeah. just so I always have a little base of operations. Uh, and then with the leftover money from all of that, what I would then do is I'm lucky enough, and this is what I think this guy might be, I'm lucky enough that I love my job, but I don't enjoy waking up early. Yeah. So what I would do is quit this job and start a traveling podcast mm. where you, me, producer Michael, and Carrie and the boys, we'd just become like a circus family. And I would pay for everyone to travel yeah. around the world and see all the things I've ever wanted to see. And we do the most interesting podcast ever. But that is my version of I will keep working. This guy's rocking up to his nine to five because he just loves working in an office so much. I'm outraged by this. He's won $100 million. You don't get to say, I'm going to keep working at the end of that. You have to reinvent how working looks for you. Well, especially because if you get $100 uh, $100 million, there's no way you can hide that money. That's like an unhideable amount of money. People at your work will know that you've won $100 million. Sorry, They will. If you feel like, you know what? I want to keep going to work. I love my work. I love my job. I'll just keep going in. Guarantee you, you won't last more than three no. days around your colleagues. People will be too, man- too People mad. People be either too mad or asking you for money. And then you'll be like, oh, that's right. I don't need this at all. Friday night drinks will be your shout forever. Exactly. That's the problem. Yeah, 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 the only yeah. way I'd accept this from this guy is if there was a dot, dot, dot at the end of keep working. And the dot, 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 the sentence ran on and continued with, but I'll be buying the company. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing I'm doing is firing my boss. <laughs> That's what's going to be happening. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.